Okay, we're back, and so are you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Stream Strategy Fantasy Hockey Podcast, brought to you by PuckLegends.ca. You can use go- the code GoodHawk and get free shipping. We're back, again. This is our Sunday episode, so usually it's a longer one where we're looking forward to the week. But this is a bit of an interesting week. All-Star Weekend, about seven days from now, is certainly impacting the upcoming NHL schedule. There are only three days which have NHL games, regular season NHL games, the upcoming week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But the stream strategy is designed to help you maximize value in the upcoming NHL schedule. So we have done the research to save you time so that you can win your fantasy hockey matchups. As always, I'm Cal. I'm here with Chuck. How's it going, man? It's going well. It's going well. The Clash of the Titans in the Good Hockey Fantasy League this week is mm-hmm. it's coming right down to the wire between you and I. But uh, I'm doing I'm doing fine. Yeah. A little confused about this upcoming schedule and how to approach it in terms of streaming, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, this is a bit of an interesting matchup. Um, the thing is, a lot of these categories are close. I'm looking at a tie. I'm looking at down by one assist, one point, yeah. one power play point. Beaching, beating you in all these. Only 10 shots. I think you're going to beat me in game-winning goals this week, eh? Yeah, what is it, 5-0 to right now? Yeah, but I still have eight games remaining on the day, and you only have three, so I have some hope for myself. But, Charlie, I want to give you a bit of a proposition. Let's say you are the manager of Ville Husso, and let's say you're also the manager of Bobrovsky, and let's say that you're also the manager of Robin Leonard. Okay. Oh boy. They're all playing on the same night. Huso and the Blues are playing against the Jets, and Eric Comrie is in net. Bobrovsky and the Florida Panthers are playing against the Sharks, and James Reimer is in net. The Vegas Golden Knights are playing against the Lightning, and Vasilevsky is in net. You have two goalie slots, and all these three goalies are starting. Who are you going to start out of these three? I'd probably start Huso and Bobrovsky and uh, put, put Leonard on the bench against Tampa Bay. Yes, of course. That is the reasonable play, right? Yep. That's just a totally understandable thesis. It's a smart fantasy play. It's a reasonable play. And that's what I did last night. And the Florida Panthers managed to squeak out a win against the San Jose Sharks. But Bobrovsky put up an 8-8-2 save percentage, four goals against. Ville Hosu had three goals against, uh, put up an 8-7-0. Didn't get the win, unfortunately, on a 4-1 loss against Winnipeg. And Robin Leonard on my bench uh, got the win. 1.86 1.86 goal against average and a 9.31 save percentage. And this has changed what was previous previous to last night, uh, a 7-3 to three category split in our Keeper League. Yeah. Has now become a 5-5 tie. So, yeah. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And this is hockey, so... Yeah, goalies, goalies, right? It's always hard to judge them and when they're going to be hot. 
when they're going to shut down a, a Tampa Bay Lightning type team. While yeah, we're that, here, you folks can take one. a quick glance at this disgusting keeper roster. It's a five-man keeper roster. Uh, my keepers last year were Marner, Rantanen, Latang, Carlson, and Robertson. And I traded for Kane, Pacioretty, Leonard, and Sorokin this year. It's pretty gross. Okay, let's move into the stream strategy. Let's do it. Schedule. The off nights are Monday and Wednesday. The on night, can't really say on nights, is Tuesday. (laughs) Monday we got five games. Tuesday we have 11. Wednesday we have five games. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, zero games. It's crazy. Teams with good schedules. We got Detroit with the split. We have the Oilers with the split. Charlie, you've got some back-to-backs here with Arizona, Calgary, Florida, New Jersey, New York Islanders, Ottawa, Seattle, Toronto, and Vancouver and Capitals. Not yeah. good games. Buffalo, one game. Hard matchup. Carolina, no games. Dallas, one game. It's an on-night difficult matchup against Calgary. Yep. Montreal Canadiens, zero games. Rangers, one game. On-night hard matchup. Florida, yeah, that's tough. And yep. the Blues, zero games. So not zero a lot of games. streaming options there at all. No. And for the plentiful of teams that we have uh, options to stream from this week, not many of them are too attractive. You know, there's like Arizona, Chicago, Detroit, New Jersey, New York Islanders, Ottawa. So it, it is going to be a little tricky to find streamers for this week. Who are you liking from Arizona? Arizona, I'm liking Clayton Keller. Rostered in 40% of leagues, he has a season ranking of 98, plays on their first forward line, first power play unit, and first PK unit. Just unreal deployment, wow. 40% rostered, probably a good opportunity to pick him up. Shane Ghosty Bear, season ranking 221, rostered 40% of leagues, first defensive line, first power play unit, no PK time. And then Karel Vemelka, who's their 1A goaltender, it's kind of been iffy this year, but he, he does have some stand-up games, like, you know, against the Toronto Maple Leafs when he pretty much shut them out. 40-something shots, 40-something saves, season ranking 321, rostered in 10% of leagues. Uh, outside of those guys, I don't really have much else for Arizona. Yeah, I don't really see much going on there either. What about the Calgary Flames? Calgary Flames, I have Mikel Backlund. He's got a season ranking of 395, rostered in 12% of leagues, playing on their second forward line, second power play unit, and first PK unit. Also, Blake Coleman with a season ranking of 229, rostered in 28% of leagues. He's on their second forward line, no power play, second PK unit. And uh, Daniel Vladar, rostered in 8% of leagues with a seasonal ranking of 125. He's the 1B goaltender in Calgary. He is going to be guaranteed one start in their back-to-back unless he gets COVID-19, which I do not. Well, let's just hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, and that's that back-to-back game is against Arizona. So that's a great start for someone like Vladar, who has always been reliable to stream in in those type of situations. I really like this backland pickup especially in the good fantasy hockey league that we run where shorthanded points are a consideration 
and hard to come by. Mm-hmm. So seeing that deployment is really ideal for a streamer that still has some availability at, I believe you said, 12%. 12% for backlund, yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Okay, how about the Chicago Blackhawks? Chicago Blackhawks, I'm going to kick it off with Dylan Strom, who's been playing fantastic recently. He's been really hot, and because of that, he's earned the top center line on their first forward line and their first power play unit. He's got a season ranking of 484, rostered in 9% of leagues with no PK time. I also like Kirby Doc. He's on their second forward line, second power play unit, and their first PK unit. He's got a season ranking of 399, rostered in 11% of leagues. And uh, also Calvin DeHaan, if you're looking for peripherals like hits and blocks, Calvin DeHaan is really great for picking up blocks in particular, but he also averages about two hits per game. He's got a season ranking of 487, rostered in 4% of leagues, second defensive line, no power play time, and he's on their first PK unit. Don't mind DeHaan as a peripheral specialist. I'll keep an eye out on that if needed. Charlie, I think we have to mention Brandon Hagel. Can you please look him up? Because he is playing on the first line left wing with Dylan Strom and Patrick Kane. And in addition to this, Brandon Hagel is playing on the first power play unit with Dylan Strom, Patrick Kane, and Seth Jones and Alex Dabrinkit. Uh, not up there right now is Jonathan Taze, who is day-to-day. So maybe that yep. is something that you should be paying attention to if you are considering taking a flyer on someone like Hagel, who might not be a flyer. He might actually, he might have some more, um, some more legitimacy to picking him up because I've heard a lot of buzz around him, around his name so far, but haven't really yeah. paid too much attention. Charlie, what do you have to tell us about Brandon Hagel? Brandon Hagel has 24 points, including 12 goals this year. He's rostered in only 2% of leagues and has a current season ranking of 332. So there is lots of availability and lots of value, I think, in going to pick up Brandon Hagel. He's got 67 shots and 29 hits on the season. Uh, So not exactly a great peripheral specialist, but if he's getting first-line deployment alongside Strom and Kane, you can't go wrong with that, I think. Yeah. That seems that's all seems pretty good to me. Okay, Detroit Red Wings. They've got the Monday Wednesday split. Who do you yep. like? I like Vladislav Nemesnikov, who's uh, had a couple of great games recently. He's also been hot. He currently has a season ranking of three fifty five, rostered in three percent of leagues. He's on their first forward line, no power play time, unfortunately, but he gets the second PK unit. Uh, Philip Ronick. Season ranking of 344, rostered in 21% of leagues. He's on their second defensive line, second power play unit with no PK time. And finally, Robbie Fabry. Season ranking of 319, rostered in 8% of leagues. He's on their second forward line, their first power play unit, and is not getting any PK deployment. Um, All three of these guys are pretty much just deployment plays. Ronick has not been as fantasy relevant this season as he was last. Um, but regardless, he's, he's still good for a power play points every other game or a, you know, few shots, few hits. Yeah, personally, I wouldn't be looking towards the Detroit Red Wings for any streamer yeah. options for this upcoming week. I'm more interested in something else. Maybe not even, well, they do have the Monday, Wednesday split. So, I mean, like that's nothing. I don't know. Let's take a look at the Edmonton Oilers and see if there's some better options. Charlie, From the Edmonton Oilers. Look at I think this are- line. Whoa. Two. 
Evander Kane. He scored in his yeah. first game too. There are yeah, two two options on the Oilers. I think there are two that might be better than all three of the options on the Detroit Red Wings. The first one being Kyler Yamamoto. Season ranking of 396, rostered in 5% of leagues. He's playing on that first line with Kane and McDavid. And that is essentially the whole play around picking up Yamamoto. He gets no power play time and no PK time. Uh, but that first line deployment with Kane and McDavid is is too attractive to me. Also, Warren Fogle, who's currently playing on the second forward line and second power play unit, he's getting ice time with Leon Dreisaitl, which is just amazing. Season ranking of 496, rostered in 1% of leagues. Warren Fogle plays a bit more of an aggressive physical game, so you might be able to get some hits uh, and, and other peripherals in there as well. And finally, from the Edmonton Oilers, Evan Bouchard, with a season ranking of 177, rostered in 50% of leagues, so it's going to be hard to go and get him. He's on their first defensive line, first power play unit, first PK. He's getting top deployment, so 50% rostered defenseman. If you can go out and grab Bouchard, I think that's a great pickup. Yeah, I would probably prefer taking Yamamoto just because he's got that first line. So I'm assuming there will be some higher deployment. But I also mm. feel like Dreitzeidel and McDavid really split ice time quite evenly. I think even this year, Dreitzeidel has exceeded McDavid in terms of ice time. So I don't really know what this first and the second line really means. I mean, Fogel does have the second power play time where Yamamoto's getting nothing. Yeah. However, this is just what Daily Faceoff is showing us today. Like they, We've seen Yamamoto up on the power play before. There's no reason why he why he can't find a spot somewhere. I don't know. They're both flyers, and I think they're both better than whatever we're looking at on Detroit. What do you have from the Florida Panthers? From the Florida Panthers... I'm like an Owen Tippett. He's on their first forward line, second power play unit with no PK time. I unfortunately do not have his roster percentage in front of me right now, but I am going to pull that up. Uh, I just like Owen Tippett playing on that first line a lot. I think that top deployment is, is going to be, well, obviously top deployment on a great team like the Florida Panthers, anybody is going to want. Owen Tippett uh, currently has a season ranking of 360, and he's rostered in only 2% of leagues. From the Florida Panthers, I also like Anton Lundell, who I've been talking about a lot this whole season. He's on their third forward line, playing on their second power play unit and second PK unit, with a current season ranking of 160, rostered in 22% of leagues. I also like Radko Gudas, who's like a, mainly a hits kind of streamer, but he is also worth holding on to because of how many hits he gets. Currently has a season ranking of 94, rostered in 58% of leagues. He's on their second defensive line. No power play time, but he does get second PK time. And finally, Spencer Knight. Uh, bit, bit of like a coin flip with Spencer Knight. He has really good games. He has really bad games, but he's guaranteed a start in that back-to-back, -back, and the Florida Panthers are a great team. Season ranking of... 329, rostered in 41% of leagues. May not be the greatest value pick, but uh, if you need a goalie start, Spencer Knight is worth taking a look at for this week. Yeah, well done keeping that flow together, Charlie. I like a <laughs> lot of these suggestions here. Moving over to the New Jersey Devils with a back-to-back -back against the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
It'll rough. be interesting. It's a rough. Those are two rough chances. Yep. Who do you like from the New Jersey Devils? Uh, I'll kick it off with Yegor Sharangovich. Current season ranking of 474, rostered in 6% of leagues. He's playing on their first forward line, second power play unit with no PK time. That first forward line deployment is what's really attractive about Sharon Govich, however. Pavel Zaka, season ranking of 412, rostered in 6% of leagues. He's playing on their second forward line, second PK or PP unit with no PK time. And finally, Damon Severson, who, with the injury to uh, Hamilton has moved up to the first defensive line, first power play unit, and first PK unit. He's got a season ranking of 244, rostered in 22% of leagues. The only thing that would push me away from Dam- uh, Damon Severson would be that he's going up against Matthews and, and Marner and Tavares a lot more frequently in the in this back-to-back against the Toronto Maple Leafs with that first-line deployment. Future Toronto Maple Leaf, Damon Severson. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, I don't like any of these picks, to be honest, though there is some opportunity. Yeah. All right, we've got some suggestions from the New York Islanders as well. It's going to be a bit of a broken record on these two guys. It's pretty much the only two players on the New York Islanders that aren't over-rostered and that I feel are, are worth taking a look at for streaming. The first one, though, is going to be Anders Lee. He's been kind of having a rough season. Season ranking of 469, rostered in 30% of leagues. He's got first-line deployment, first power play deployment, no PK time. And Noah Dobson, with a season ranking of 257, rostered in 26% of leagues. He's playing on their second defensive line, first power play unit with no PK time. Noah Dobson I actually like more than Anders Lee in this scenario, just because he's been consistently performing better than Lee. Uh, so yeah, I would recommend Dobson over Lee in this scenario. Yeah, I agree. We can also look at Josh Bailey, who's getting that first line right wing deployment with Barzal and Lee, which aren't exactly nobodies. Bailey's also on the second line, and with only four percent rostered, there should be opportunities to get him. So something worth considering. New York. We did the Islanders. Ottawa Senators. Who do you got? Yeah, the Ottawa Senators. I only got two players. The first one is strictly a deployment play in Tyler Ennis, who did have a hat trick the other night. Uh, I feel like that's a one-off. You're probably not going to see another hat trick from Tyler Ennis for the rest of his career. Uh, He's got a season ranking of 442, rostered in 1% of leagues, currently playing on the first line, first power play with no PK time. This is while Batherson and Norris are injured, so he should should be getting that deployment for at least a few more games. Also, Alex Formanton, who I believe has 12 points in his last 14 games. He's been on fire. He's got a season ranking of 310, rostered in 4% of leagues. He's on the second forward line, first power play unit, and second PK unit for the Ottawa Senators. Moving on, the Seattle Kraken, the stream team masters. We don't need to run through all of their positions too much because we will be broken record but jared mccann jordan eberle adam larson if you need a defense and depth one depth picks can be marcus johansson or yarn crock if he's in the lineup yeah 
Also, Mason, Ap- Mason Appleton's playing in the top six. Like, Andy Gord is probably at that 25% rostered. Yeah. I mean, if it's really rough, you could look at uh, Alex Venberg. Finally, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Fresh off a hat trick, our first suggestion, Charlie. Michael Bunting. Michel Season. Bunting. Yeah. He's been great. Uh, fresh hat trick, as you were saying. It was a nice-looking hat trick as well. It's got a season ranking of 267, rostered in only 16% of leagues. Seems kind of low, especially considering he's playing with Matthews every game. He's got that first forward line deployment, second power play unit with no PK time. Also, Andre Kasha, season ranking 379, rostered in 6% of leagues. He's also playing on the first forward line with Matthews and Bunting. Second PP time, no power, no PK time, sorry. And Ilya Mikheyev, with a season ranking of 572, rostered in 11% of leagues. He's got second-line deployment with Tavares and Marner. He's also playing on the second power play unit, and he has second PK deployment. Honestly, I'd be happy with you grabbing any of these three guys for their back-to-back against the Devils. Yeah, Bunting is a... Like depending on the depth in a deep league, he's a must pickup. You have to go do that right now because that's amazing deployment with good players. Okay, finally, Vancouver Canucks. What value do we see in the Vancouver Canucks? I don't, I don't love Nils Hoglander, but I also don't hate taking a flyer on him. He's got a season ranking of 456, rostered in eight percent of leagues, playing on the second forward line, second power play time, no PK time. He's got some decent deployment playing with a, a fairly strong, uh, fairly strong line mates, you know, with, with Connor Garland and Bo Horvat. I'm not loving Nils Hoglander this season. He did have a great or a better rookie season last year. However, I think it's still worth to go check him out with that second line deployment. Uh, and finally, Tyler Myers, season ranking of 268, rostered in 18% of leagues. He's on their first defensive line, no power play time, but he is on their first PK. If you need hits, Tyler Myers is somebody that you absolutely need to be looking at. I think I said this the other week or just a couple episodes ago, but I was up against uh, Mark's team in the Good Hockey Fantasy League, and he streamed Tyler Myers for two games and had something like 15 hits from him. So yeah, definitely take a look at Myers. I think that if you're looking for hits, he's probably one of the better options to, to look at in the league. Yeah, Charlie, what's your stream strategy for this upcoming week? Honestly, my stream strategy is a little messy. Probably going to be looking to grab Andre Kasha or Michael Bunting for that Monday-Tuesday that the Toronto Maple Leafs have. Uh, and then after that, I'm liking the Florida Panthers as well. You know, maybe Radko Gudas or Anton Lundell again for that Monday-Tuesday uh, and I'm thinking the Edmonton Oilers is probably going to be a team I'm going to look to stream from specifically for the Wednesday game. Yeah, with only three three days this week, it's uh, kind of tricky to to name a stream stream strategy. Yeah, to be honest, I'm not that stressed about finding streamers for next week. I'm more so looking to try and use next week. And the six pickups available in the in the leagues that we mostly play in to prepare for next week. So, like right now, I've got I had some streamer spots for Natchez and Seth Jarvis. 
as we mentioned on the last episode, I was thinking about picking them up, got them both. I also had mentioned in the last episode that I would have preferred to pick Jarvis over Natchez because of my disappointment with Natchez this season and just Jarvis being above him in deployment on that first line. And uh, Jarvis ended up getting a point and Natchez didn't do nothing. So beautiful um, direct sample right there. Uh, but as we mentioned earlier, this upcoming week, Carolina, zero games out of the three nights available. So it's really not worth holding on to someone like Natchez or Jarvis, even though the next week Carolina has one of the better schedules with four games, including an off night. I just think there are better opportunities to find maximum value in the upcoming schedule. The next week you have Ottawa with four games, uh, including an off night. And like this week, about you know that back to back. There's a lot of value in Ottawa right now. Like if Ennis can stay hot, it seems like him and Stutzla and Kachuk playing well with him. But like Ottawa does have some tough matchups coming up. I wouldn't be surprised if Ennis just gets knocked down. I actually don't know enough about yeah. the Ottawa Senators to make a I call on what their depth is like to see how much they're going to be shifting these. But I know Nick Paul can be above a, a third-line center. So, yeah, maybe I'll take a look at Formanton and Ennis and see if they end up being holds. Uh, but I really want someone with at least two games this week. And at least, I mean, I'm looking at the teams with four games next week. So including Montreal, even though they got nothing coming up. So never mind, not Montreal. But I'm just looking forward to next week. So there's Ottawa. There's is Carolina. But yeah, it looks like Ottawa is it. So if if Tim Stutzler is available, I'm going to hop on him right away. Yeah, but yeah. we play in deep leagues. And if you're not playing in a deep league, Tim Stutzler is probably not available. Or not worth picking up, I should say. Sorry, he's not above replacement yeah. level for yeah, your league. Um, okay, cool. I think that's all of all the stuff for today. Yeah, I think so. Great. Sounds good to me. Thank you for listening. All right, folks. Take care. Take care. Good luck in the week. Good hockey one, no capitals, all caps. I pucklegends.ca for free shipping on these shirts. The ultra-rare poppy shirt is no longer available. So sorry, folks. <laughs> you had to get the it. Less, less than 10 in existence, legally not allowed to produce anymore. Yeah. But there are Nick Lidstrom shirts. That's popping. Jerome McGinley. Ooh. Who else we got? Pavel Bure? I believe Pavel Bure. There's uh, Mario Lemieux. Gretzky. That's right. Um, Willie O'Ree. Oh, my God. David Ayres. David Ayres. I can't wait to, to watch that Disney movie about him. Is that really coming out? Uh, I don't know when. I'll do, a, I'll do a quick search right now. A Disney movie about David Ayres. That's sick. Doug Gilmore, Matt Sandin. I really like this Lidstrom one. You know he won seven Norris trophies? Nick Isn't Lidstrom? that crazy? Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah, and did you know that 
during his career, the Red Wings never missed the playoffs. What? Yeah, best guy. Yeah, guy was really good, I guess. They're going to come up with a Bobby Orr one. You can contact them and tell them who they should make next. All right. Yeah. We are about to get kicked out of time for the Zoom meeting, Charlie. Okay. Wait, what do you want to know? Let's call it. I was just gonna say, I wonder if like a Sadine's brother one could be could be in the works. That would be interesting. Yeah. Brother is actually yeah. sick. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Let's shut this episode down. Okay. Peace. Peace.